Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Roleplay Retcon does not own any parts of the movies we retcon, nor are we associate in any way with the artists who make them. Also, while we're not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so we might say some things some people might not want their kids to hear. Hey, welcome to the Roleplay Retcon rehash on the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Ben, do you want to help us out and explain to the audience what exactly a rehash is? Okay, so at the end of each of our series, we do this like rap party thing where we kind of this gives us a, a chance to like actually talk about the original movie and we get to like look back on what we've done and talk and like compare it to um, the original movie. And uh, and stuff like that. We we get to do like a classic movie podcast thing. It's great. And what's extra fun about this is you three, Ben, Jensi, and Kim, have just seen the movie for the first time in our last watch party about a week ago. Let's hear y'all's takes on on what you thought of the movie overall. I actually want to hear Kim's take first. <laughs> yeah, let's hear, let's hear Kim Thanks, go first. <laughs> As our guest, if you don't know, Kim, with Hi. us from the Nerdsmith Network and many affiliated podcasts, wonderful, wonderful person and Thank all you. around best friend of ours. Oh, I love you too. Yeah. Notary, Notary Public, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, whatever sure. that means. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I felt that the way that they made this movie that they were that their target audience was young teenagers that's really how i felt about it it was not a mature movie at all does it need to be does it need to be? No. However, gosh, it would really be nice to have a D&D movie for grown-ups. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, it, it was very obviously PG, and um, I don't know. I, I, was, I was hoping for more. I, I was hoping for the, the depth of character to be better. A little deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, 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 I own it on Prime now for reasons. Um, <laughs> Funny I think we, told, I think we told that story, didn't we? <laughs> we have. We so, definitely okay. have. I will probably watch it again, and quite possibly with my children. <laughs> um, you know, but it was okay. It was all right. I was I, I did not care for the character that I played. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> probably the weakest part of the movie. Apart Stro- from the CG. strongly the weakest, yeah. I like yeah. to think that I uh, helped with that. But um 
You helped immensely. <laughs> I don't know. You, you said except for the CG, but like I could forgive like old ass CG pretty easily. Um, there's an excuse for that at least. Not not. I mean, not in a not in a post Jurassic Park world. I cannot. That's Se- uh, yeah. Seven seven years post. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. Well, not everybody has that budget, though. I mean, that's true. I mean, that's well, true. and and the other thing is, I mean, you need to you need to pick um, special effects that are timeless that aren't going to age, and they didn't do that. So. Yeah, and I'm kind of under the like the camp of if it's out of your budget, don't do it. Like, stay within your means. You can do something super cool if you have low budget. Just don't try and do something that's above your budget and have it suck really bad. Like, that's who's that helping? <laughs> on 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 that point, Jensie, what did you think of the movie? Let's hear that. Um, I thought it was okay. I'm with Kim here. Like, it was just okay. But I truly did not hate it. I did not like it, but I did not hate it. I think that's the nicest thing I've said about any movie so far. <laughs> Just about. No, that's Just not about. true. I've, I thoroughly enjoyed um, Mario. I think you, you you have some strong feelings about Twilight as well, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't have yeah. strong positive feelings about it. Yeah, I, I guess think, that's true. I think this is like pretty mid-grade. Um, I didn't care for my character either, Ridley. I just didn't connect mm-hmm. with him at all. And I kind of hated that he wasn't like a team player. Right. I, re- I, I honestly did like snails, though. I really did. I don't know what everyone's problem with. I thought that... I thought that Snails was the best character, and I thought Marlon Wayans was the best actor, and... Some mm-hmm. people just really hate the fool character yeah. for some reason. Um, yeah. I've never understood the hatred for Jar Jar Binks, except maybe for the fact that he wasn't super important to the story, but I don't want to get into a whole episode one thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's stave that off for, for, for now. Yeah. But it was not terrible, but I didn't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean that's that's why that's why we do these things, right? All right, Ben. Hit. Um, a lot of what they've already a lot that what they've already said it, it covers what I've said, but like I think you were saying you felt like the dwarf was the weakest element, but I just think c- characters in general across the board were the weakest element. Um, and like Dan, like and you said this like six months ago when we started this that what's the most important part of Dungeons and Dragons? Is the characters? I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna say dice. Yeah, yeah. Well, we already went through that whole. You may not remember. We we already had that bit. <laughs> but um, like, but like, I also I'm not sure I hated it. Um, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of things like competently done. Um, for instance, like as bad as the special effects were, some of the like sets and stuff were ve- and costumes were very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would some, say like some the, part, of the, the part, well, but the part where they they meet Tom Baker, uh, in um, <laughs> I, I remember saying like, oh, that's a nice little tableau. Once they had this like nice shot of all the characters like framed very well, and, and it was nice in, in some ways. But like, yeah, like no, I didn't like I didn't like Marina, who was supposed to be, I guess, Mervin sort of a like what 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 Mervin was birthed from, <laughs> um, which is like the weirdest and grossest way to say that. Um, but like, yeah, the, I didn't like the forced romance, which they had absolutely no chemistry. And I don't think I would have hated that really wasn't a team player 
if his arc had been he becomes a team player, which he never did. Um, like a flaw doesn't make any sense if you don't like if it has nothing to do with the character, you know. Um, and I I think my one I I don't love high fantasy. Um, and like that's kind of all this movie was, except it just had that like. Was trying to capture that like '80s '90s adventure movie aesthetic, um, and it kind of had that. But like D and D is all about like going the opposite direction of high fantasy tropes. Like you don't just have I don't I don't think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no 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 no. You, you go weird. You don't you don't. Uh, and and I feel like I, everyone in D and D makes th- like I think that is a very personalized view of D and D that you have. But a lot of people out there that play D and D strictly go for that high fantasy kind of value. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the thing then. Maybe that like D and D is a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah, it can be. Um. Yeah. Um. I didn't hate that. Okay. My last thought here is I didn't hate the setup at all. Mm-hmm. Um. Like that first like ten minutes, the whole exposition, like. It may not have made a great movie, but like, damn, that's a great jumping off point for a D&D campaign. What a great, it's like just enough politics and like just enough world building. And it's this exciting beginning that's like way better than like you meet a, a stranger in a tavern or you're in a prison cell with like five other adventurers. Break out now. Like, it was a good setup. And like, I think you could do worse for your own D&D campaign than just using this movie setup. Except without the un- completely unnecessary romance, that was so forced and so pointless. Well, I'd be into it if yeah. it was, you know, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right. I'm yeah. fine. It's In not, this situation, it was kind of like, why? Well, <laughs> I think you could have. I think you could have had a romantic element. Certainly, it's when you, when you watch the movie about thirty times in a row, like I did. Um, in preparation for all of this, you really see where they they really kind of like ham fist all those like like stumble moments like like oh I think she's pretty <laughs> like you two what you know all that th- all that stuff is there it's not done well but it's there throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I I personally hate that trope though of like and I, I know like people are going to say well i like that and i get that and there's something wrong with that but i hate the trope of like these two people meet and they hate each other and then later they get together um that could be done well to be fair but like i don't think they were done hating each other when they kissed (laughs) yeah they had literally just been yelling at each other yeah yeah i mean love and hate separated by a knife's edge no, it is no. not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're both passionate feelings, but like... Hey, no. when it gets hot, it gets hot. <laughs> it didn't get hot! And some like it the problem. Hot. Yeah, some, some like, it like it hot. hot it's though. a movie. They made some a whole thing like about it. it. Yep. Yeah. Some do like it hot. <sighs> I guess I should get on to my feelings about this yes. movie. Yep. Do it. Um, all things considered, I do love this movie. <laughs> Big surprise there, I know. Uh, but I, I like the movie. I like just the absurd, like, like warehouse-sized chunks of ham 
that uh, <laughs> Jeremy Irons exudes. Um, I do, even though it, to me it's not a great D and D story because it kind of revolves around a single character, Ridley being the chosen person. Um, that you know, everything it it just focuses on him through all the scenes. I'm not crazy about that for a D and D movie. It it makes for a good movie movie, but maybe not so much a D and D story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dwarf being literally the most useless character. <laughs> I don't think. I think he might hit one person successfully with his axe the entire the entire movie. Yeah. Every other time he, big he's axe. either missing, or 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 getting <laughs> frozen, or just falling down. Or eating, eating chicken, chicken how being ma- scared of horses. <laughs> how many? How many? T- okay, horses are a little scary to be honest. I mean, but, I, um, I agree. Um, not. Shut up, Kim. <laughs> I mean, they're they're majestic. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but from a distance, majest- they're wonderful. I'm scared of whales too. <laughs> Damn it! I had a thought, and now I made a joke. Now about you've whales. ruined it. it. Can you bet? Can you go back? What were you saying? I just can't. Before that, um, okay. And then just the the CGI, I just can't, I personally can't get over it, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just so bad. And, like, yeah, I think like Jensi said, there are ways you could have worked around mm-hmm. not being so heavily dependent on the CGI, but they wanted to shoehorn that in. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I can't get past. But that's, oh, I remember. But that's me. Agreed. I remember. Yes. I remember. How many? How many times did they like, like contrive ways for everyone to have to stand outside the thing while Ridley went and did the thing? Oh, oh almost every step of the Constantly. way. Yeah. They were. It, it's. It's like so. It's like someone told them it's a D and D movie. You have to have a party, and mm-hmm. someone's like, "Well, I'm going to leave him outside a lot." But it's a hero. <laughs> he got to do but it. He's the chosen one. Yeah, but he wasn't even like. He was the chosen one because the movie insisted he was. Mm-hmm. There was never any real reason for him to be the main character. He was the main character because he was the main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I mean, you know, it's not like Luke where he's the chosen one because he's on this like Jedi journey, you know. He's 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 going through the hero's journey and he has some friends that come with him. Like that wasn't this. This was just we're the heroes too, but I guess we don't get to come this time. <laughs> You can do it, Ridley. I mean, I, I get, I get them just Ridley doing the maze by himself because he's, you know, it's like, oh, only one person go in. It's a certain set of, you know, puzzles. Yeah, it's not going to be like interesting for all the rest of your players. I feel but, like that's a camera issue too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't get you all in this shot. <laughs> um, but like Ridley and Snails being the only ones going into the fortress. And the dwarf and Norda being like, no, they have to do this by themselves. Yeah, like why? We're we're not fated to go into this area because of level cap or some bullshit. (laughs) You know what? If they'd done that, I might have been more on board. Yeah. (laughs) If I guess we're not strong enough. That would have been like I would have laughed about that and forgiven it, maybe. And then the force field thing at the cave, that same situation. Ridley is chosen boy he gets to go through everybody else stays outside to get captured very easily by damadar oh you know what what i, I just thought i just thought of that too um it you know some of the the practical effects in the movie were actually pretty good yeah 
Um, I loved like Savril the skeleton. I oh, thought that Savril was, was great. The best thing, and it's just such a like. Yeah, you didn't need to use a shitty CG. You were obviously okay at practical effects. Mm-hmm. Guys, a little puppet there. I agree. Alas. But yeah, overall, I do like the movie. It's a lot of fun for me. I love snails. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't harsh on him. A, a, a lot of the reason that people don't like snails, and I think this is part of just because of his character mostly, because this part was clearly written for Chris Tucker, hmm. a la a la um, the Fifth Element. If you've seen mm-hmm. that, so they they have a lot of the same mannerisms. They scream a lot the same, mm-hmm. and. They couldn't get Chris Tucker, obviously, so they got the cheapest Waynes they could find. Uh, a Waynes, even by cheap measures, is still a great Waynes. I love, I love Marlon. I love all the Wayneses. Mm-hmm. But they were like, "Here's what Chris Tucker would have done. You do that." And I don't. A lot of people think that that his character is kind of out of time. With the movie, like like someone in a medieval fantasy world wouldn't act like this, and I'm like, I'm fairly sure a player playing this character yeah. would oh, exact, yeah. act exactly like this. Okay. I have. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed the anachronism part. It um, mm-hmm. like one of my favorite movies of all time. Maybe my favorite movie is A Knight's Tale. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like that that movie's good because of the anachronism. Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah. So now we all know how we feel about the movie. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about how we did with our retcon? And this time I'm going to start reverse order with Ben. Yeah. Yeah. The big question. Did we make it better? Um, oh, man. Did we? I think so. Right? Um, and <laughs> I think kind of this goes back on, on what I was saying where, like, the setup was solid. Um, mm-hmm. And even, like, I want to say, like, the plot of the original movie, uh, just as far as, like, the outline on paper, was also fine. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as the quest goes, they get, you know, the, the points that they get at. They, they rob the magic school, they get in trouble, they get the map, blah, 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 so on and so on. And I, I really like this experiment, I, I, and I think we should consider doing it again sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not every time, but this idea of, like, find a movie the other people haven't done and, like... Run through it and see, um, especially if what really suffers is the characters, which is what has happened here. And, like, I got to tell you guys, like, I kind of started Mervin as a joke. Um, I, Not that I wasn't taking it seriously, but I was like... This I, is a I comedy podcast. Be- it's got to be funny. <laughs> well, and also, I genuinely believe this in if they, if they, as they, you know, they, they announce there's a new movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's also a TV series that's going to happen on, like, Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, one of the characters should be have a dumbass name, like Mervin, because that's what a player would do. But then, yeah. like, I really I really started loving Mervin. And, like, right, I'm going to miss Mervin so Aww. much. Aww. Aww. Um, I like, I, I'm just going to pat myself on the back. I liked his arc. I liked his, the whole, like, and I love how he interacted. Um, and, and, you know, and, like how the char- character of Mervin depends so much on your guys' characters, too. Mm-hmm. That this idea of, like, 
I really hated that Marina was like classist. Um, I like I liked more like Mervin being this like neoliberal thing where he like doesn't he he doesn't call people commoners. He doesn't call people peasants, but probably on some level he does think he's better than them. Um, and then like him, this like privileged guy like being cast out into the streets and having to like depend on like thieves to survive and this like he's this like nerd that's never really had friends and now he's got friends and that like that like radicalizes him i i don't know i thought that was a good arc um mm-hmm. and i thought i liked the arc of i, I liked uh like ridley instead of being this like hot shot lone wolf guy which was kind of a boring character i loved them being this like positive person and like I love that you played them as like kind of simple and naive. They were like they were like naive <laughs> and like worldwise at the same time in a lot of ways. Kind, um, without kind of being, way of putting that. Without it being uh, like well, they weren't stupid. I didn't. Say I don't that. think. Um, <laughs> I, I I love that Ridley really like you. You accidentally took the opposite approach of, from the movie, where Ridley like believes in friendship. That, mm-hmm. that friendship was their like weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that Elwin was I like El Elwood was such a like boring character. Yeah. The I thought yes. the I honestly <laughs> thought the actor was a little bit funny. I I, I yeah. think I think everyone else I think everyone else was cringing, but I was like, eh, I kind of like his slapstick, but it doesn't make for a character. Um, I like this like. I and, and like like you kind of went the same direction I did, Kim. Where I felt like we were both like people looking for a friend, and then we found the friendliest friend of all time. <laughs> yes, that's a really good way to describe it. I yes, a hundred percent. And like, I actually don't. I don't hate the idea of there being a main character. It's just that they have to have their own arcs as well. Mm. Yeah, you have to give them at least some strong. Like the supporting characters have to have their own strong plots, their own strong character arcs too. Mm-hmm. Um, um. That being said, if you, I, I want to ask you guys a question before we get on to like how how you guys feel. Okay. If pump, you pump, had pumpernickel, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh I also gosh. I like dark I, li- I like dark rye, but it's very mm-hmm. similar. Um, <laughs> if you had to pick who the main character of this story is, who would you say it is? Like of ours, not. I'm gonna say movie. Mervin. Yeah, I I think I think I would also say probably Mervin. But so that's inter- interesting because I was playing it like Ridley was the main character. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I was supporting, like I was supporting Ridley, and so even still in my mind, Ridley is the main character. Hmm. And I was invested in making sure I had my own arc, but you know. But like I, I think this is one of our better. A lot of times I'll like question, you know, we'll, we'll get to this point and I'll be like, "Did we do better?" And like, it, up until this point, I've always kind of been like, "I think we did a good job." I don't know if we actually did better. Yeah. Um. I think this time, like, we immensely improved this. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pat us on the back. <laughs> All right, that's my long-winded answer. Nice. All right. Next in the order is. Gency. Yay, it's my turn. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm going to say if <laughs> putting this in an individualistic, selfish kind of way, 
I had more fun playing this than I had fun watching the movie. So for that alone, <laughs> I'm going to say we did better. <laughs> Just because I had more fun. I enjoyed it more. Nice. And yeah, I feel like I'm just going to say a lot of the same things Ben said. I think we improved our characters a lot. I think that Alex did a great job, um, like sticking to the original story, but improving it in every way. And Mm. I really, truly think that we did a better job. And if we had had the same budget that they had had, we would have made a better movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like so like a lot of times a lot of times you're like I you know, it's easy for us to do better here with like hindsight and stuff, but I genuinely believe the four of us could have made a better Dungeons and Dragons movie even if we never seen the other Yeah, one. and we didn't even have like the hindsight really because we didn't watch the movie first and then That's true, that's true. and then try and get better than it. We just like were ourselves and played our characters the way we wanted to play them. And sure, Alex had seen it, and so he was trying to guide us and um, stick to the original plot. But even not seeing the movie originally, I, I feel like we did a great job. Yeah. Cool. And I never say that. <laughs> so Never, ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Kim? Hi. Get it. Um, so, somehow my... My cat was let into the room. Yeah. Nice. Um, what what do so they think about it? People listening at home, if you hear a cat, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I absolutely 100% agree um, with Ben and Jensi. Um, I think we dramatically improved um, on the story and the characters. Um, goodness. Yeah. Um, I like I like the way um, that we moved through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the things that you added to the plot, Alex. Um, mm-hmm. I love how you um, picked up and ran with the crazy things <laughs> that we threw at you. Like man in stocks. <laughs> oh, man in stocks. Yeah, that we worked to, out yeah. really well. We, we talked about we talked about man in stocks in the watch party, but you might need to like like let's let let's pause and tell this story. So, man in stocks. Obviously, you might have listened to the podcast. You know what happened with man in stocks in the movie when they get to this bazaar at a, at at. Antius City. There's just a guy in a stockade just screaming out to nothing. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That's all he is. That's, that's it. I just put him in there as as just like set dressing. He was just there and then they're like that's a guy who knows yep. what he's talking about and he did not do it. <laughs> and so I'm like oh well let me just create a name for Mr. Stockman. Which would have been a better name for him. Stockman. Baxter for Baxter Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman. He's a fly on the wall, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's... it was you know, it was perfect. I um, What were we supposed to do? Like were you gonna do what we did in the movie where there was just gonna be that what was he called? A hyphen? 
So I replaced the hyphen with the the, the gnome character. Oh that, yeah, the, that Ridley the, ran into completely fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but but I kept I kept Baxter Stockman. Yes. What did we call it? He was like Bartleby no or something. Idea. You you called him diff, like four different names. Right. It wasn't something. Bartleby. It was Bartleby, but it was funny, like Bartleby or something. Yeah. <laughs> Binkle, Binkle Puss. Yeah. Oh, wait, Binkle. Um, oh, oh, I don't like that at all. No, it was terrible. But well, I I kept Binkle Puss in there, and and everything worked out. Yeah, uh, you you did a great job of rolling with our punches and mm-hmm. and um, try. and making it work. And I think that everything that we did, um. I don't, it really dramatically improved on the original. Um, the dungeon itself, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that was that was a huge improvement. It was, um, it was fun. The traps and the dungeon itself was fun in the original movie. Uh, I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. But Alex, what you came up with, um, gosh, that was a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah, well, we do what we can. Oh, also, actually, just yeah. Sorry, just a short interjection. When we're Mm -hmm. while we're talking about things that Alex improved on, um, Alex made snails better, and I really liked snails in the movie. Yes, I didn't even cry when he died. So Mm -hmm. yeah, sorry. Continue. Marlon Wayans was was funny and charismatic, but like the character wasn't anything great. Agreed completely. He was yeah. yeah, um, I will circle back to that. On my turn. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, he did an amazing job with what he was given. Uh, there's uh, uh, no question. Um, mm-hmm. But Alex, I completely agree with Jensi. Um, you made snails uh, lovable and a lot more personable. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked. It worked out really well. Hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Well, it's your turn, Alex. Oh boy, it's my turn. I know, right? Well, I'm gonna go against the grain Hello. here, oh. and I'm gonna say that we did all right as compared to the the other movie. I don't think we re- greatly improved it, but I think most of that's on me. Um, I don't think I changed enough from it personally. Hmm. Um, the things that that I did fix. Um, were, 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 I think they were okay, what I did. Um, but I mean, that was all part of the experiment. Like, could I guide you through this movie without you having seen it? Keep it as close to the movie as I could plot wise and improve it. And I thought it probably just came out about the same, which I don't know how I could have reached any other conclusion doing exactly what I did. <laughs> Can I can I jump in on that for just no. a second? Um, okay. Yeah, go ahead. I I think you're blaming yourself. Maybe. Yeah, I I blame D and D. Go wait, no. wait, Jensi, I want you to say something nice about it. I don't know. I think Alex I think you, They've they've done nothing but say nice things about me. Because you deserve it, Alex, because the, I think that yeah. I disagree with Ben. I think that this isn't even D and D's fault. I think that right now what's happening is that Alex isn't giving himself enough credit because he doesn't have a high enough self-image of himself 
I might also just be just saying stuff to be contrary to you guys. So perhaps that is also you know. the case. But you deserve <laughs> yeah. to have a very high self-image of yourself because you're amazing. Agree. But maybe, but we have we have been like super complimentary, like of ourselves. Maybe we should take a second to talk about the stuff that, like, maybe we felt like we could have done a little better. Um, Like, I personally think I could have done better with snails as a character. To me, snails felt very flat, (laughs) mostly because I was just playing me and doing my very best not to overstep those boundaries. Okay. Yeah, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I think really that I think that worked out. Being an NPC. Yeah. And you did very you, well with that. Like you're you're saying you felt like you might have like reined yourself in too much. Maybe a little bit, and also I forgot he was there half the time. <laughs> well, that which did, is yeah, something we did, we I'm did very sort of bad at him, didn't we? <laughs> I, I'm I'm very bad at with my NPCs. That, especially that follow the characters around. I'm like, I'm just gonna let you guys do your thing, and like, I'll forget that they're even a part of it. Like, there was a part during the finale where I've just forgot taking Norda's turns, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so Norda should be taking turns and like throwing arrows into Damodar, but I don't want that to happen. So I'm just gonna forget about Norda and just push her over to the side. Um. But yeah, just just things. I think I think we did a good job. I think you guys did a wonderful job with your characters. You vastly improved every one of them, especially especially Elwood. Mm-hmm. Elwood was a vast improvement. Agreed. Um, Mervin was a much better version of Marita than she was because mm-hmm. she didn't use any magic hardly. Uh, I think she t- throws a total of like three spells during the movie. Yeah. Um, and. Ridley was was great. Aww. Your 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 version of Ridley was amazing. Thank you. I agree. Of course. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was. My biggest my biggest regret is letting Rook-wet. Charlie Rook-wet. into the uh Rook-wet is letting Charlie into the episode and letting him take uh Profian because I really wanted to do that accent. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. I really I really wanted to try out the uh the Jeremy Irons. But I was like, I just can't have a, like five scenes of me talking to myself. This is going to be awful. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get Charlie in here. And Charlie did amazing. <laughs> and Haley did amazing as the, the princess. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, Charlie did so good in those pre-recorded scenes. But at least one person, maybe a couple, have been like, who's this fifth person? Yeah. Who's this <laughs> fifth person? We it's did just... not explain what was going on there well enough at all. <laughs> I think maybe they just forgot by the time it got. Because it it's been so long since Charlie's been back in an episode because yeah. you don't we didn't that's another thing i didn't make a lot of things clear about Profian being the bad guy um to the characters themselves the movie kind of didn't the movie eh, it, like Pro- Profian was all was like not part i mean i guess he was the the puppet string puller but like i never basically never cared about him like he was never there doing bad things mm-hmm I also think I should have put in the the city destruction scene a little bit more with with Provian just hamming it up and doing like the All right, get her. <laughs> get, get 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 the empress bring her down fire the crossbows was that your Jeremy Irons accent that is my Jeremy Irons <laughs> beautiful um, sounds just like him pl- played pl- Jeremy Irons mm-hmm. played by Ray Romano <laughs> get, get him Deborah. <laughs> 
How dare you cast that? How dare you cast that now? Man, it, I no. I it really was want not to see Ray Romano play a villain. That would be so cool, though. Jency, that'll be a save for your next series. Okay, for my All next right. series. Your next series. Oh gosh, what a good idea! Which, Ray Romano. Which we'll, re- we'll reveal in our next episode. Our yes. 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 Okay. Okay. And definitely let not me, let, live in front of all. That's yes. people. Someone did. Part. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> hey, if you were at our last watch party and you hear heard me accidentally slip, like maybe just keep it under your hat, okay? <laughs> just please, as a favor to Ben. I still feel pretty bad about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me let, let me rag on Dungeons and Dragons. God. Please, just no. for like a minute. No. Please. They're sponsoring this episode. We can't. <laughs> they better fucking not be. <laughs> they better fucking not. <laughs> okay, listen. Wait, get, but get like, fucking... I, I vote for yes, Alex. Let him have a minute. No, no, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Please. Um, I Just to peek behind the curtain and to like kind of maybe not paint me in a great light. I, uh, I got frustrated at one point while we were doing this. Um. Like during the the dungeon, the thieves guild dungeon, I thought it was going too slow, um, and then like everyone had to be like, "Ben, it's Alex's series," and I'm like, I'm also kind of a control freak, so I had to be like, "Yeah, I'm just being a control freak," and then like I thought about it, and I realized that like Alex was doing everything he was supposed to. Alex ran a top tier triple A game mm-hmm. of Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and it was disagree. such a fun game. <laughs> of, of of Dungeons and Dragons, but I've kind of come to the conclusion that Dungeons and Dragons like is a really fun game, but maybe not all that great as a storytelling tool. Like I used to think differently, but like having been on this podcast and play with all these other series systems at this point, like I think it often like worked against us. Um, yeah, I I think but, that a lot of that might be my fault though, because no, it's not. I, it's not. It's Dungeons and well, Dragons' no, fault. <laughs> I get I get bogged down in in doing mechanics and things of that nature and doing things. So so. I mean, I bend the rules a lot. No, stop. <laughs> Sorry, cat. <laughs> um, I bend the rules a lot, especially during, with 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 players being involved. I let them do things that are outside of the rules. I I fudge a lot of dice rolls. Um, which honestly, for this series, I didn't fudge a lot of my dice rolls, and you guys kept like. Almost dying. <laughs> Hell yeah, we did. Yep. Especially in that in that thing. In the maze, like, that was so good. That was such a great theme. I loved it. And that twenty me was and Sub- just amazing. And anyway, go on. It was great. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But um, should we should we tell them about the eyeball part where we did actually TPK and you were like, "All right, well, we can't do that." Yeah, in the in the eyeball <laughs> hallway with the fire, people died, and I was like, Everyone "Well, died. I can't." I just can't kill my hero, so we're just gonna fudge those rolls. Yeah. Get them on out of here. Um, he was just too good for us. Yeah, yeah. D&D I, is it's a combat game. It really mm-hmm. is. And after playing in um, in um, chaotic goodness and using uh, Powered by the Apocalypse and What's Old Is New, they are. Uh, Powered by the Apocalypse is 100% a storytelling game, period, end of story. Um, no, matter, no matter which variation on the theme it is. 
with what's old is new, there's a heck of a lot of crunch, and you can make it a combat game. But it's also really good for storytelling and playing in that world for so long. And then coming back to D&D was almost painful because <laughs> it's so heavily focused on <laughs> combat and crunch. And it is. Uh, so I agree with you quite a bit, then, actually. Um, <laughs> I do, I do enjoy stop. a Kim, stop. His head's getting too big for the podcast, Kim. Stop. Oh, I no, have the power. Find the release valve, Jensi. <laughs> <laughs> I have to vent my ego in spurts, yeah. But I do. I love playing D&D. However, um, I much prefer a storytelling game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, uh, it's called Oregon Roll to 20. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, one time, uh, one of their tweets recently, it says, Dungeons and Dragons is not a fine wine. It is a deep fried Oreos. At a fair. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think that's like such a good way to so say right. it. Like, I uh, love deep fried Oreos so much. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's what it, that, that's what they're saying is like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's good. It's not refined. It's good for it's good for what it is. I, you know, if you go into if you go into D and D expecting it to be what it isn't, you'll be disappointed. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people because of this whole resurgence of of role playing games and how it's like cool now. You know, a <laughs> lot of people are like, oh, we have to play D and D. You know, but. Yeah. You don't have to. I mean, it's a great game. It's a great system, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other systems out there that it's worth exploring. And that's one of the, honestly, one of the things I love about what y'all are doing is mm-hmm. that you're exploring all of these different systems. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that that your listeners are being encouraged to try Definitely. other than D&D. Yes. Um, Thank you. Definitely. It's worth it. it. You know, it's worth trying to find the system that fits how you want to play. Okay. I agree. And like, yeah, a lot of things that you guys are saying are, are 100% true. But I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I just love D&D. It's what I cut my teeth on growing mm-hmm. up. And I love it stuff. too. And it's just, don't get me wrong. I love it. I play I know. it weekly. <laughs> and like... If I believe we said something about this in the the rookie camp at the beginning of this series, there was a moment. Actually, there were several moments when I considered doing this series not in Dungeons and Dragons but in Pathfinder. Oh, I wanted you to so bad. That would have just because so I thought fun. that would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been. But would have been funny. I, I didn't have the cojones to follow through with it because. A, I'd have to go, and I know Pathfinder is basically just 3.5 Dungeons & Dragons, which is what I grew up with, but I don't have any of the materials for it, um, and I just, yeah, I just like d and I like, I, I wish you could have Shrug. even, maybe even done, that you'd even done 3.5, but like, you were like, eh, 5e is the crowd pleaser, and also like, I guess yeah. you figured, what, that we kind of knew how to play 5e? Well, I mean, there. 5e's got some problems. There's a reason uh-huh. that it's dead. Uh, because they... This is a whole conversation for another thing, but... Okay, okay. They, mo- they modded it to hell. Uh, to a point where they, they made these separate additional classes that made 
prestige classes from the original set obsolete. Hmm. Uh, so there's just like this whole crazy thing and they had these weird races and it's just a big old mess by the end of 5e's mm. tenure. And then that left in the mess of 4th edition, which everyone hated. Uh, but enough enough of us waxing poetical about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> never. It's never enough. Never enough. Right. Um, bit. Oh, wait, wait, wanna... wait. I'm sorry. Oh. I have one more thing because I said way back when that I would talk about this in rehash. I have to talk okay. about Bugleby Bramblebutt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you just like random, like you seemingly randomly named that 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 goblin Bugleby Bramblebutt, which mm-hmm. like, by the way, how the fuck were there not goblins in the like original right. movie? I know, right? Question, That's why yeah, I put one in there. They would have had to design them and use CGI or makeup and didn't have the budget for it. <laughs> just like those. Yes. Those they had enough for those ugly ass beholders. Yeah, or the ugly ass beholders. Made me want to cry. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, but like, Bugleby Bramblebutt is from a like D and D campaign that was like a personal one that like Alex and I were that Aww. I was DMing and that Alex was in, mm-hmm. and like Alex's character was this like like hitman style like. Agent 47 style goblin named Cassius Thorn. Um, and like the setting was, it was like a wacky races thing. Like everyone were, were on these like giant vehicles that were racing across this continent. And like at the end of each race, they would like have an adventure in the place that they were staying for a while between the races, like Tour de France style. And like, so Alex, like, Alex's character like murders well, the well, person that was. To, wait, the, the, the characters needed to have an invitation. To this particular uh, event, um, they were putting together what a monster team, yeah, like an all monster team. Like it was a weird like wild card racer that was going to be in the thing. So every character needed to have a invitation. So Cassius Thorn was contacted through a mysterious benefactor that we met later down the road to assassinate this goblin acrobat named Buggleby Bramblebutt, impersonate him, and take his place in the uh, in the race. And so Cassius was like this very posh uh, goblin who was raised by gnomes and then kind of just like left to his own devices. He kind of like worked in the upper echelon of like criminals i guess becoming a, a hitman for hire and buggleby was the exact opposite of that he was just this complete dullard just like crazy talented acrobat who just like was famous at these circ this goblin circuses mm-hmm. that got a they got a ticket to go on this thing so i had to play cassius playing buggleby it was it was a whole <laughs> lot of fun that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it was I just, great. I will, I'll just always love that character. It's a, it was a great character. I wish I was still playing him, honestly. We might get to it one day. I think we should move into audience retcons. What do you think? I was about to do that anyways. I'm down. Well, do you want to say it? <laughs> so no. I could just cut you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me start with the first one. Oh, by the way, I, I should explain... Um, Every time we do one of these, we get uh, our audience to send us submissions for how they would, um, like, improve the movie. Uh, 
or maybe how they thought we did. Um, and our first one is from Ian Fisher. Um, and he says, I was sad, sad that I can't, and I cannot lie, was <laughs> not used with uh, Ellen <laughs> and, and her big axe. Um, <laughs> I. That was so funny. I kind of have to agree. Uh, <laughs> I think you had a lot of opportunity to do it, and that you didn't even do it once is insane. I'm so I'm sorry. Didn't occur to me. I was trying to be serious sometimes. I think I even <laughs> said it at one point, like under my Maybe. breath, and I don't think it. I don't think it ended up in the. Uh, in yeah, the situation. probably was. I probably was like, I don't know what he's saying there. Like, <laughs> yeah. <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> so Clipped it away. It's been swapped. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, Jensen, you found that valve. Good, thanks. Yay. Kim, read the next one. So we're on. So we're on roll to roll. And um, and this is uh, all right. Instead of uh, Marlon Wayans, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nothing else changes. Perfect. That <laughs> I can't even imagine. That would be hilarious. No. Like the Arnold, the Arnold. All right. Accents. So. That would be great. I, I, I will I will see your suggestion there, roll to roll, and trade you Arnold Schwarzenegger instead takes place of the dwarf mm. and leave Marlon Wayans. But still Elwin? <laughs> yes. Or Elwood. Yeah, but like Arnold Schwarzenegger is at his best when he's playing I mean, a huge beefy dude who's super gentle and like is it is like kind of squeamish. And just make that the dwarf character. Had it occurred to oh, me, okay. I gladly would have done that. I would have done my almond all the time. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I all right, S- scrap it. We're going back to episode one. Kim, you're doing that <laughs> yeah. from the, this point forward. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just uh, edit it in post. Yeah, we're doing it again. Re- one more game. Some, come in and do some totally reshoots. Would've. Perfect. Totally would have. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Alex, you do the next one because Jensen needs to do the one after that one. All right, all right. Well, we'll do this for Jason Danger. Yeah. Uh, I can't pronounce that name at Kerchung. Kerchung. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you could just do Jason Kerchung. Danger. Kerchung. Jason Danger. You know who you are. Do the sound effect. It's great. Kerchung. Kerchung. He, he, he does a lot of different podcasts. He has a, uh, one of them, particularly, I cannot remember the name of it, which is not great, but they do. Um, they go through like choose your own adventure books, which is pretty yeah. great. They do like actual play choose your own adventure awesome. books, which is a very nice. good idea. So Ben's got this bit circled, but I'm just gonna go ahead and just read the whole thing. Yeah, just read the whole thing. Uh roleplay retcon. Yes, after Super Mario Brothers, all of Alex's NPC voices now sound like Mario. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, but kind of sorry. Question mark. Yes. Mario destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Mario and I think this, he posted this, I think, after going as far as like episode six of the Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons. So I think I think, I think I, by now, probably. I think I got out of that by the end of uh, the Dungeons and Dragons, hopefully. You, you only did it a couple of times. I slipped um, back in there once or twice, but I, I steered that ship back in the, the direction it needed to be, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Ben. Not he's, feeling that he's, he's reading again, by the way. Yeah, I'm reading once again. Uh, not feeling the J.K. Corden, but maybe feeling a little Ricky Gervais. 
anyway, we shall see how this pans out. This referring yeah. to, to Ben's yeah. portrayal of Mervyn. Yeah. Bit Casting him as James Corden was like the biggest mistake I've ever made mm. on this podcast. Maybe, yes. yeah. Ricky would have I been still stand- so amazing. Uh, I don't. Agree. I don't much care for Ricky Gervais, like on a personal uh, level. But he I would like have been him. a good. He would have been a good acting choice. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but like, I think I just thought like James Corden would be good because he he is like like a fat a fat guy, and like I wanted him to have like this sort of posh British accent. But James Corden is an awful actor. He's just bad in every movie he's in. But and he's like, so cute. I guess he's probably a pretty okay. Like, he's probably a pretty fun dude, and he's like probably a pretty good like late night host. <gasps> he's not a good actor. Okay, I'm gonna disagree with you. Like, seriously, hardcore when it comes to Doctor oh, okay. Who. Have you seen what? him in Doctor Who? Well, I don't really like Doctor Who either. So <gasps> there's that. We can't. I be tried. Friends Listen, anymore, I tried. Ben. I tried. Oh, we th- we thank you all it's for. Over. It's over, Ben. I didn't even know he was in it. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh, yeah. He is. He's in it with Eleven. And he's fantastic. I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean the Eleventh Doctor. Yes, okay, I do get what you mean. Doctor. And, and Storm again, Dark Lord of All. It's a... Oh. But anyway, he's amazing in here. Amazing. Amazing. I watched, I watched all the David Tennant stuff, and I still didn't like it. So I was if I didn't like it then, I was never going to like it. <sighs> Fine. I tried. I tried so hard. Fine. It's a good show that I just don't like. Okay, we can All still right. be friends. I can accept your wrongness. Jensi, <laughs> quick, steer us out of this car crash. Yes, it's my turn. Um, so uh, the one that I am going to read is from Emily Elizabeth Lewis. She says, okay, so this is what she would do as a Dungeons & Dragons movie. So this is not in response to what we did. This is this will be her take. So she said, the frame story is a bunch of like 13 to 15 year olds playing the game. The cool 14 year old DM is the narrator. The movie cuts to them regularly a la Princess Bride. For example, the wizard spell backfires and hits the team. Cut to Becky cursing her dice and the other players mathing out how many points they lost. There's probably like a running gag that Carlos, who plays the tank, somehow always still has 100 HP, so his character is always fine and still (laughs) looks perfectly suave after every battle when the rest of the party is limping along. During one really climactic battle scene, there's an abrupt cutaway because Arden's mom called, and they have to talk to her, and Arden's mom talks for forever, so everyone else is just like chatting about school or something while waiting on them. Just for fun in the bonus features, there's a version where you can switch the audio track to the kids voice acting their characters like it's drunk history. Carlos's fighter just sounds like Carlos, but Becky's old lady wizard voice is perfection. I Fuck love yeah. that. They should have done that That's movie. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. I, maybe they will. Perhaps. Right. I I think I've been flip-flopping about like whether that's the best way to go or not. I don't think they should do that for the this like Chris Pine movie that's coming out. They should absolutely do that for the TV show. Oh, yes. Uh, next. I'm going to do the next one. Okay. Do the next one, Ben. Uh, this is from, from Ben. Not you. Um, not Yeah, this is from... Um, I'm getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Alex's brother, Ben Blasius, um, whom I will consume his energy one day. But for now, <laughs> he says, um, 
more letting the party act as a act as opposed to just Ridley. Um, more magic, magic. A better hook for Elwood to enter the party, and he says we did great on all those points. Aww. So thanks, ben. such a lovely boy. Not you, Ben. Other Ben. Thank you, Ben. Y- you didn't have to say not me. <laughs> <laughs> not Ben. <laughs> all right, this next one from Stacy. Release the Krakus on the Twitters. Richard O'Brien could have flirted with everyone just like Alex did. That is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? That's a part where you didn't hold yourself back, and it went better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. God, I love, I love playing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zy- <laughs> well, if, if, you, if you're not in the know, that Xylus uh, uh, was played by Richard O'Brien in the movie, who, if you don't know who that is, shame on you. Mm. Um, probably the biggest thing we'd know from over here in the states is the rocky horror picture show he played riffraff and fucking wrote he made it he made rocky horror picture show that that too but yeah um this is a great character i i debated on just doing his character flat from the movie but Mm -hmm. i i went with my weird foghorn leghorn character instead (laughs) Great. But it didn't, it didn't, it didn't really start out that way. You, you like What's, got there eventually. Yeah, I got there eventually. It was like, let me just do him southern, and it was just like, well, <laughs> just kind of, just kind of floated on in there, didn't it? <laughs> Kim, hit hey, us with this next one. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> so this one is from Matthew. Matthew's a friend of mine over at Nerdsmith. And, uh, Nerd Smith. Nerd Smith. What's what? Um, so he says, uh, first suggestion, make it gayer. D&D needs big gay energy. Yeah. Thank you, Thanks, Matthew. Crazy. I could not agree more. So- and honestly, I think we did a really good job of that. Mm. I think we got there. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything needs to be gayer all the time. Completely agree. Somebody's, somebody's gutted for Franz's seat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't take it, take it. Yeah, Franz, Franz is, was usually our make it gayer, but yeah. I didn't get a make it gayer from Franz this time. <laughs> I know. Franz, where, Franz let us down. The Franz, Franz. Franz input. That's it. I am officially now the number one fan. I've taken Uh-oh. no spot. <laughs> Kim, Kim's on your throne, Franz. Take that. Better come knock her off. <laughs> Franz just oh. immediately Ow. comes barreling in from nowhere. Yeah, he just threw a, threw a wall. He's like, he's like, I felt, I felt something terrible happening. <laughs> disturbance I felt, in the I felt the disturbance in the force. Uh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have the high um, ground, friends. Uh, this is one. This last one is from our friend Ryan. He says, uh, "This movie Yellow has hat. strong CD-ROM interactive movie aesthetic, which mm-hmm. it absolutely did. It really did." Honestly, um, so this particular DVD, it gave me a problem every time I put it into my computer because of the interactive DVD shit that it would do. Mm-hmm. It, it kept wanting to be like, do you want to play the little game that comes with it? And I was like, no, <laughs> fucking CD. I want to watch the damn movie 12 <laughs> times. <laughs> and then I, I will admit, this is pretty cool. So when you go to the special features, it sets up the 
the dungeon scene, the 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 maze scene from the movie, and it'll have the the little swinging pendulums, and it has you three items to use to get through this you know this trap. So you have to pick the bone to throw across, like Ridley does in the movie. Yada yada yada. And then it'll go to the eyeball scene, you pick the sword, and then you pick the hourglass, and then you can get to the special features. I thought that was pretty cool. Honestly, streaming, that's like the one thing I miss. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's like cool DVDs. Yeah. Okay, so what happens if you if you pick the wrong one though? We didn't actually do that. <laughs> do you just not get to watch the oh. deleted scenes? No, it just like it just like flashes red and then lets you pick again. Oh. You die. You, you die yeah. in, in real, real life. life. If you die in the DVD, you die in real life. That makes sense. <laughs> Seems legit. But that's all of our audience suggestions. Uh, I just want to take another moment to once again thank Kim for joining us in this series. You're very welcome. And yes, thank I you, enjoyed Kim. every moment of it. And I hope you invite me back in the future because I love y'all so much. One hundred percent. You know, Kim. Do you, do you have anything brewing, Kim? Got anything in the works? I that do. You can talk about. There are two things brewing. Um, we are uh, at Nerdsmith. We are in the process of um, building a backlog of episodes for a Vampire the Masquerade podcast. Nice. Yes. Um, undefined release date for that. And I am also in the very early beginning stages of creating a new space opera podcast, also using yes. the What's Oldest New system. Nice. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I, I really miss chaotic goodness, and um, I'm, I'm craving that style of play. So we're going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my share of the concept and um, and roll with it. And I'm really looking forward to that. Really, really I'm looking 100%, forward to it. 100% there for Yay. this. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and that's and, super, super, and super you know. early. We're in, the, we're in the, like, you know, practice game phase. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nice. If, if you need... If you need special guest characters, you know I, who to come get. Yes, and I will. <laughs> I will remember Good. that. <laughs> I certainly will. Um, I do plan on um, having a lot of guest spots, actually, because that was one of my favorite things that we did, was um, having guests come in as NPCs. It's so much fun, you know? Nice. I, I, did, I did love that about uh, Chaotic Goodness, and I was... I was really looking forward to getting on there. Uh, it just, it just it never lined up for me, unfortunately. It, 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 we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. This one is going to be called uh, Destiny Bound. Good. Nice. And uh, it will heavily feature time travel. Um, I like it. We like are it. using um, Morris's uh, What's Old is New system, which really mm-hmm. does lend itself to time travel. Um, it has the uh, yeah. the old, the now, and the new different aspects of the system that are very much interchangeable. So um, all of the characters that we currently have on our time traveling vessel are from all of the different time periods. Ooh, so what nice. you're telling me, what you're telling me is you're doing a 
space opera meets Bill and Ted. Kind of, but a little bit more exaggerated than that because I have a Fantastic. druid and an ogre on my ship. As well I like as it. Yeah. I like it. as well as an AI and a mouse skin. And um yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Nice. <laughs> listen. Listen, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. (laughs) Yes! Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, you'll be at the top of the list uh, for when we we start having guest spots. And uh, Ben and Jensi, if you want in, you just have to let me know. Aw, thank you. Because that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Ben. Yeah, let me uh let me thank Miu one last time. No, thank I you, want Miu. you to do the thing under that. Oh, okay. No, okay, go ahead and do that. <laughs> thank you, Miu, one last time. Thank you, Miu, one last time for letting us use your music. It was good. It was really this good. Podcast hast. Let, let me tell you guys. When this whole thing was kicking off and we were discussing music. Ben wanted to put some like bullshit on here. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like it was it was the the creators of my favorite song of all time. But I won't get into that right now. <laughs> I'm sure. But like he wanted to put some stuff like with some like, some heavy lyrical stuff, and I'm like, nah, Ben, nah, you're going the wrong direction. I want something. I just want some instrumental, just goodness, some some tones, some sweet tones. And Ben delivered with me. You, it was nothing better for this series. Nice, it was. Actually, actually, me, you will probably continue to be featured in the podcast because one of the reasons I picked him was uh, we've used a song of his in every series. It's like an Easter egg, and so I'd like to keep doing that. So, yes, I like. Um, Do did you want me to do the the next thing too? No, I want I want Jensi to do the next thing. Okay, so the next thing is to talk about our writers' room. So after yay, after every uh, long series like this, we always do a little bitty one episode writer's room where we just take a movie and talk about how bad it is and what we could do better if we were to do a movie it. we can't a movie we can't conceivably wrap a a, a role playing game around. Right, right. Although we talked about it and then we tried with this one. I just uh, there was no way I could get us there. Yeah. Well, so, you can say what it is. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um the one well, I was getting there, sorry. So the one that we are doing um and it comes out in 2 weeks is Showgirls. And if you've ever watched Showgirls, Ooh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and if you've never watched it, I don't recommend it. But our friend Stacy, who also gave us uh one of our uh fan submissions for this episode, uh, Stacy, release the Kraken. Release the Krakus? Release the Krakus. Yes, release the Krakus. Yeah. Stacy, uh, she's doing it with us because she loves it and she has worked in the movie industry. So she has got like a lot of really good insight into that. Um, specifically, she worked for Troma. So yeah. Yeah. I, I recommend listening to it, but like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch the movie. If I were you. <laughs> Maybe you just, could just watch like the trailer or something. Yeah. I, I guarantee you most of our listeners probably know 
of Showgirls, if they haven't directly seen it or not. Um, but yeah, uh, it's... I, I knew it's, nothing about it. Yeah. Except that Kyle MacLachlan was in it. <laughs> yeah. I had also... Well, I mean, that that's that's something. Yeah, that, fair enough. I, um, but I'm just saying, I was unprepared. Yeah. But yeah, as a, a further little bit about Stacy, she does a podcast, the uh, the drunk, drunk girls. Yes. That's not That's what it's not called. That's <laughs> not what it is. <laughs> ben, Ben, cut, Ben, cut this. Isn't it drunk geek girl? Drunk geek girl. Yeah. Drunk Geek Girl podcast. Yeah, that's uh, that, it. Drunk Geek Girl podcast. That she's um, revitalizing right now. Uh, that she and some friends were doing it out in California, but when she moved back, things got a little bit rocky. But they're going to re revamp that, uh, and we're super excited to to have her do the rehash or the the writers' room with us. Mm-hmm. And Ben, when is that writers' oh, room yeah. going to take place? Well. I was gonna let Jinsey's two weeks ride, but let me look at the calendar. Uh, <laughs> so, what is today in the future? Is it the third, February third? So, I think sounds... it comes out. Oh, it comes out my birthday. That's oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Weird. So February seventeenth. I should say what it is, and not expect everyone that's listening to this to know what my birthday is. Yes. Well, now we do. Because I didn't know. Hooray. February seventeenth. And we'll announce our next series in the writers' room. Yeah, so you kind of have to listen to it. Unless you want to be a square. And it's, and don't listen to Huey Lewis. It is not hip to be square. Yeah, he's a liar. He's a liar. But, I mean, are you telling me that, are you telling me that Huey Lewis is not my sledgehammer? No, no. And he is not giving, he is not giving you the news. Yeah, that's not him anyway. Anyway, that's, that's. How many times are we going to misappropriate songs by uh, Let, Peter Gabriel in this podcast? It is two. No, it's not. It's no. Hammer it is, is two. Slithammer is famously Sorry, by Peter Gabriel. No. I'm, I'm looking that no. up right now. No. Nope. <laughs> but he's not, but Huey, Huey Lewis is not giving you the news. It's not. Uh, nope. Sledgehammer is not. So Sledgehammer was done by a band called Peter Gabriel, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> just, it's, it's just the one guy. Who it says here was the drummer for Huey Lewis in the news. What? Are you making <laughs> that up? Yeah, I don't believe you either a little bit. He doesn't play the drums. What? He didn't even play the drums in Genesis. Yeah, what did he do in Genesis before he sang? <laughs> he was the lead singer. No, yeah. before yes. he was the lead oh, singer. Oh, no, 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 You're hurting my brain now. You're saying things that are not <laughs> Peter Gabriel, Peter Gabriel was the lead singer in Genesis until he <gasps> left, and then Phil Collins took over. Oh, I thought Phil Collins was first, and then it was Peter Gabriel. I got it backward. Anyway, thanks to nerds. Thanks to Nerd Smith for having us on their network. Please check That's right. out. That's right. There's lots of great podcasts and streams. Dirt Smith. And uh, we'll see you on my birthday. Yay. That's right. Remember, that is June 27th. <laughs> it's February 17th. <laughs> okay. I'm an, I'm an Aquarius. Which Stupid is an Australian. air sign. Did you know yeah, that, Yeah, I did ben? not know that. No. No one is going to understand that, that Gen Z. <laughs> they... Everyone understands astrology. Come on. What are you no one's gonna understand why you're calling me out, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just mean. For those who didn't know, know, Ben didn't Ben didn't know it was an air sign. I guess that is all there is to the yeah, story. He thought that, it was that's a water sign, it. which I thought was adorable, but it it <laughs> makes sense that it's a water sign. It's Aquarius. 
It's so dumb that it should be the quintessential water sign. It's it's a lady with a friggin' jug. She's pouring out water. Bye, Craig. <laughs> it says aqua. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. We're out. Thank you yeah. for joining us on this roller coaster of an episode. Yeah, thanks. And series for that matter. And series. Our our longest to date so far. Aww. We'll see if I can beat it next time. Nice. Nice. Alright. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye kisses. Bye kisses. Bye.